Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, you have found us. The podcast about what people would do on their last day on Earth. Will they raid their local Nando's? Steal a Fiat Punto? Tell their boss how they really feel? Or maybe just have a jolly old time with their nan and a shepherd's pie? What would you nutters do with your last day on Earth? Last day on Earth. Last day on Earth. Last day on Earth. Look at me with a film reference. Pew, pew, pew. In the words of Wicked, I'm changed. Cheers, Alphaba. Right, <laughs> let's get on with this show. Little story about today's guest. I love story time. Do you know when uh, MySpace was a big thing? What do you mean, was? Uh, you could change your name on MySpace to whatever you wanted. And for a very long time, my name on MySpace was Lego. <laughs> Gosh. And today's guest just referred to me as Lego. And I just remembered that this morning. Mm-hmm. It's not relevant to anything, but <laughs> just so you should know. But on today's show, we have a unicorn hater. What? An ultra marathon trainee, a semi pro knitter, a COVID survivor, 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 a Beyonce tribute backing dancer, a hair shaver, a dog lover. And a chocolate cornflake cake addict. Mm-mm-mm. Ladies and gentlemen, hands together, st- standing on the ovations for Frankie Hewitson. Hello. Can I clap myself? I feel like that's not good. I mean, it's not good. Cool. <laughs> clap whoever you can. want. So I'd clap myself. I do actually. Well, I think I threw it away, but I even bought a Lego bag from a Lego shop that said Lego on it. And I think I sent you a picture of that bag and that was like my school bag for about four years. So yeah. And I remember the t-shirt that you had that was the banana camouflage t-shirt, which I thought was the most hilarious thing ever. (laughs) I was funny back then. What changed? (laughs) What happened? (laughs) Yeesh. (laughs) Okay from this list because as much as we're getting on I'm concerned is it the unicorns and I want to give you a chance how did you know I I, it's it's like Marmite people either are completely on board with me or they are not um and you sound like you're not on board step one it's a fictitious animal so I'm not going to say that I hate something that doesn't (laughs) exist but like I don't take offence at the sight of one or like the image. Fictitious of the to you. So what? Sorry, kids. One year. Yeah, that's true. What else are we going to be myth busting here? <laughs> so it's the national. It's the national animal of Scotland. The unicorn. This is true. Is I'm sorry to our Scottish listeners. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. The unicorn's a national animal of Scotland. Yeah, you're not allowed in Scotland anymore. Oh, uh, well, that's fine. It's cold, so. <laughs> Again, sorry to our Scottish <laughs> listeners. Scottish people, you can come to me if you want to see me. <laughs> yeah, in a stairwell in Preston. Yeah, that's where I hang out usually. Um, so the reason I hate <laughs> unicorns is because, right, I, I didn't used to have any feelings towards unicorns. Like, they were there 
in people's imaginations, they were fine. Um, but one year, my mum decided that I loved unicorns. I don't know where she got it from. I think somebody had just told her, like, I used to have horses. And I think she just was like, horses, unicorns. Like, it's a it's a next step. So one Christmas, um, I got my little pile of presents. This this makes me sound like a really horrible <laughs> it's person. It's the next step. Descri- <laughs> describing it like a gateway drug. <laughs> the next step. <laughs> if you like horses, then eventually you're going to get onto unicorns. Exactly. So. <laughs> it, I mean, it didn't make sense to me, but I think that was the logic behind it. So one Christmas, I got like I sat down with all my presents in front of me, and there was lots of like little packages, and I opened the first one, and it was a unicorn sticker for my car. And I was like oh okay I don't I don't have any strong feelings towards unicorns but this is cute the next gift was I'm going to clarify at this point because it's a sticker for your car how old were you when this was happening like 18 19 maybe cool mm-hmm. um up to this point didn't really think anything of unicorns there's the scene in Harry Potter that's a little bit gross when Voldemort's like drinking blood from a unicorn but that was about the exposure that I'd had um so the next present that I opened was... <laughs> Stick that on your car. <laughs> unicorn on board. Um, I can't even remember what it said. The next gift was a unicorn key ring. And then there was a unicorn scarf and unicorn slippers and a unicorn onesie, which I still have. Um, and yeah, it was just for some reason, there was unicorns in everything that I opened that year. Um, so I feel like saying that I hate them is strong, but I just I just don't want anyone to get me any more unicorn things. But <laughs> because of this, me and my mum have like an ongoing joke now that she just buys me unicorn stuff when she sees it. So, yeah. But I just wanted to clarify in wow. case any of the listeners wow. decide to buy me a present, don't buy me a unicorn anything. Because I won't, I won't be grateful. <laughs> you know that that's what you're getting now. Yeah. Uh, no. Anyone who listens to this. I think that there's probably other things that they'll get me with some of the stories that I plan to enlighten you with. So. <laughs> but parents do it though. Mm-hmm. When you say you half mentioned that you like something or you had something once, and you're like, oh, that was okay. And then every time they leave the house, they come back with that thing. And you're just like, I get the fact that you're doing it because it's a nice thing. But now I hate it. Like, it was yeah. a nice treat, but I don't, I didn't need this much. My mum's like that, like, in the best way possible. But I think if I told her that I really liked, like, diamond rings or something, she would just go and buy one for me. Like, she's... I mean, that's an investment. Yeah, exactly. A unicorn one. <laughs> a unicorn diamond ring. <laughs> that sounds like more like a weapon. Like... <laughs> right okay question for you right you meet this is a question for the both of you you meet the guy of your dreams absolutely in love the right? cookie monster and it comes to the point yeah comes to the point where he's about to ask the question right the big question do you want a cookie goes on one knee opens up a little box and inside is the most beautiful diamond ring you've ever seen in your life but it's got a horn sticking out the middle. What's your reaction? It wouldn't be the worst engagement ring I've received. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ice cold in the veins. No. 
dog oh, lover, gee, but she you? is a catty woman. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I joke, okay. I joke. Do you want to discuss or should we move on? Or? No, it was a nice ring. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is hilarious. I'm looking think, forward to this. So I've had, um, I've been given a gorilla, not a gorilla, was it a gorilla? It's in my car A gorilla still. engagement ring. A plastic <laughs> ring. A, a, well, no, this this isn't even that story. It's just that somebody that I was dating gave me a plastic ring that I still have in my car. Um, and yeah, I thought it was quite cute. So I think a unicorn ring, if it was like a proposal ring, so the plan is then to like replace it with... You know, an actual no, 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 nice one. no, no. It's a diamond ring with a horn. This is just your ring. I'm sorry. What's a proposal ring? Oh uh, yeah, when someone <laughs> proposes with a ring, but then you're going to go shopping together afterwards. So it's like I'm going to propose with Haribo proposal ring. I'm going to mm-hmm. propose with this ah. Christmas cracker ring, but then we're going to go and buy a ring. Yeah. I I want to, on behalf of all men. I know this is dangerous territory. On behalf of all men, Adrian, I explaining. want to say that that sounds like a massive cop-out surely uh, right or are are it, you genuinely that scared that the engagement ring is going to be ugly i think that's part of the problem because i thought i did a pretty good job mm. okay really wait so well, adrian thinks he did a good job at picking an engagement ring ask hannah does she feel the same <laughs> oh she loves well she's not going to tell you she hates it is she she's going to be like oh this ring that i've got to wear forever it's not my favorite I did not eat for three months after I bought that <laughs> ring, so she better think it's nice. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think there's a few reasons for doing it. There's if you can't afford a ring yet, but you want to still like have the proposal and be engaged and blah blah blah. Um, and then I think there's just being absolutely terrified that your soon-to-be fiance is a control freak and will not like the ring. And I don't know what reason drives most people to it, but. I think they're two solid reasons. Yeah, like if you know your person that you're proposing to is really picky, like, mm-hmm. head your bets. That's what Pinterest boards are for, though. Yeah. I had a... And the best friend. <laughs> yes, I had a Pinterest board and my best friend. Um, but she complained because all of the rings on my Pinterest board were different. So... <laughs> Top tip, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Stick with oh, the theme. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good that's a good piece of advice though. Do your research. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I would say to any guy out there or any girl out there who wants to propose, on the first date, just find out everything about their perfect engagement ring. Mm-hmm. First date. Do they want a princess cut first date? Not even f- first meeting. So do you like princess cut diamonds or do you like ones that look like Lucky Charms? Things like that. Questions like that that will lead you to Solid, knowing. simple icebreakers. I think that th- yeah. this has got legs. Because every person you meet is a potential... Yeah, absolutely. Every person you meet is a potential husband or wife. I don't feel that way about Jeff in Morrison's. <laughs> <laughs> no, you could have it. You know on your Facebook profile. Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff's been holding out for you, Michelle. Awkward. <laughs> he has got pork pies at the ready really for you. Um, you could put it on your Facebook profile. You know, like where it says single political views, blah blah blah, preferred ring type. Ideal ring. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> right next to your preferred pronouns, right? <laughs> what kind of ring you would like? <laughs> <laughs> 
when uh... <laughs> and where your perfect pro- proposal you is dream location yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeff if you're listening here's Rochelle's Morrison's <laughs> no yeah, the deli aisle. The biscuit aisle oh come on <laughs> He wore that extra tight shirt for you so that when he pushed the tro- trolleys around, <laughs> his little muscles looked even bigger. Yeah, party rings, anyway. party rings in the biscuit aisle and I'm down. Mm. I think party rings are overrated. Right, let's end this. I agree so much. First of all, I was going to say that, that it sounded like a massive euphemism. Secondly, <laughs> I completely agree. That yes, they are such horrible yeah. biscuits. They're not even nice. I only like the yellow and, and I pink get the whole the nostalgia of it. And it's not even nostalgia. It's just like, oh, it's just something sweet and you can move on. Whereas if it's a packet of chocolate digestives, sold. Still basic, but better than a party <laughs> ring. I can eat a full packet of chocolate digestives or chocolate hobnobs or chocolate cornflake cakes. Yeah, that's Literally been me this week. Thinking. Mm-hmm. I think I've had two boxes of chocolate cornflake cakes to myself this week and two Terry's chocolate oranges Is this why you go running every day? Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to burn it all off <laughs> <laughs> I love it Maybe that's what I need to do No Run No. Go running Oh, it's, it's overrated. I'm currently doing couch to 5k, but when we're, it's definitely not a run. It's an attempt at a jog. I only do it so on the way yeah. back I can pop into Morrison's. That's See Jeff. How I See started. Jeff. <laughs> in your See room. Jeff about those party rings by the biscuit aisle. Yeah. I was looking too and you'll good be on in your running gear. <laughs> yeah, in like, Lycra, mm. but I'm sweaty. <laughs> That's how he likes it. <laughs> Hey Jeff, <laughs> I just went on a light walk. <laughs> oh, I feel a bit ill. Dripping. Right. <laughs> every week, every week we ask um, our guests to bring in um, something to um, uh, impress Rochelle and I, and I'm really excited about this one. Mm-mm-mm. Usually, it's a podcast format, and so usually the um, the listener doesn't get, you know, the treat that we get where we get to actually see what the people have brought in. Mm-hmm. However, today we have asked you to bring in the most satisfying sound and I can't wait to hear it. Okay. Are you ready? Born. Born ready. Okay. Here's the most satisfying sound ever. You ready? On three? Yeah. One, two, three. Silence. Cop out. <laughs> no, it's not a cop out. Cop out. So <laughs> when I get when I finish my day at work, I don't even explain. We all know what silence is. <laughs> there is nothing. Right, I don't listen to the radio. I do not listen to like. Sometimes I'll just sit in silence and like if I'm reading a book, somebody tries talking to me. Don't talk to me. I want silence. If I go to the top of a hill and like try and enjoy the view, silence. If I'm on a walk and I've got my headphones in, sometimes I don't even have anything playing. I just have my headphones in so that people don't talk to me because people try and <laughs> say hello and I'm like, 
No. Um, I did think I would get this reaction. So and I did, did prepare. It anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> I did prepare a second sound, which is satisfying in that nobody else can figure out how to make this sound. So, are you ready for this one? I'm ready for this being an actual sound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that this just become like <laughs> Frankie's repertoire of sounds. <laughs> No, it's not even a repertoire. What on her first sound? The first one was just a lack of sound. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with that. I appreciate silence. Okay, you ready for this? Sorry, I can't. I'm laughing now. Yeah, can we go back to the silence? What on earth was that? I'll do it again. You can also do the Haribo song. No, 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 don't do it again. Just tell her what, just explain what it was. I'll do it again. When when I was in primary school, there was a girl that could make that sound and she used to do it to wind us all up because nobody else could do it. And then I learned how to do it. And now it's like one of my favourite, it's like my party trick. Just explain to the listeners how you are doing that sound. So you make a noise that's a bit like... Right, that with again, your ma- already with- weird. <laughs> what? So, so you make that noise, but then you put your hand in like a like as if you're holding a sausage or something, <laughs> or like a spyglass. <laughs> I always just hold a sausage in, in my hand. <laughs> like, what? Okay, like... <laughs> Well, I don't know what else I can describe. A microphone? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, when you're a kid a making one, a fake telescope, like oh. Okay. Yeah, a when telescope? you're holding a sausage, you can um, tell we're speaking to northerners. The bar on the bus, so that you don't fall off. A sausage. I was right, trying to think of something that was the right shape. Just I feel like I need to stop making. It. Okay, fine. Like you're holding a microphone, you put it in front of your mouth whilst you're making that noise, and it e- makes it echo. So you just go. So yeah, that's my um, second sound. If you don't like silence, Rochelle, should we rate both sounds? Should we rate just one sound? Putting it out there, we only heard one sound. <laughs> what about silence after that weird noise? I kind of prefer the silence. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm still confused at the. I don't understand the sound. I don't understand where it's useful. I don't understand anything about it. Do you want to try it with me? No. (laughs) Okay. I'll do a tutorial. Go on. For all the listeners now, wherever you are, listen to this tutorial and follow along and do this sound with Frankie. Go. You make it, you you make your throat as if you're going to do a G sound, so like a girl, 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 and then you just go like, girl, 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 but like sing as you're doing the G, girl, 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 and then you put your mouth, your hand in front of your mouth as if you're holding a sausage. <laughs> uh, you've not got it, Rochelle. It's okay. It comes with time. <laughs> it's It's in the throat. It's guttural. It's 
<laughs> yeah, in the nicest way possible, you're getting a one out of five. Oh. This isn't this isn't satisfying. That... <laughs> this is just frustrating. <laughs> but that's the, that noise. What about the silence? Do I get a what? five for silence? So for the my the most satisfying sound being a lack of sound. Mm-hmm. Your points are as lacking as the sound was in silence. <laughs> wow. I think is that the lowest score you've ever given? Yeah, and I'm the nice. Actually, I'm not the nice one. Adrian's the one that no. gives five to everyone. If a- if Adrian, Adrian doesn't give you fives, then Adrian, you're a parent. Like, surely you appreciate the sound of silence. I got a minute. <laughs> Don't gaslight me into <laughs> flipping giving you points. I'm not an idiot. I know for a fact that that sound is awful. Had you gone with just the silence. And just left it there and not <laughs> let us down a path of horror and nightmares. Because I'm with you on that. It's come to the point now where I cannot go anywhere without my AirPods. Like, seriously, I can't. But I think it's because silence scares me. <laughs> or at least being alone with my thoughts. What scares you more? So then... Silence or the second noise that Frankie did? <laughs> I feel like eventually if I heard that sound every time I didn't have headphones in I feel like I would be it would become like a comfort noise more than anything no no, no. even I don't I'm think sorry, it would mate, be you... <laughs> yeah, even you don't believe it's a good noise yep. <laughs> I'm gonna give you two points because <sighs> you said <laughs> holding a sausage and I thought that was funny <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I'm going to give you two points. I'm sorry. I wouldn't change anything. Like, if I was given a chance to do over, <laughs> I'd still come with the same sound and not sound. So, <laughs> I back it. I appreciate that. <laughs> appreciate it enough for another point? or No. <laughs> Potentially, that confidence might do you some good because, um, unfortunately, the world is actually ending in 24 hours. I thought this might happen. I think. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching the news, and it's just every day I've been thinking this is what's next. The world's going to end. But thank you for breaking to it, breaking it to me so gently. Exactly. Um, I'm happy. I think we are probably more reliable than any other news. Yeah, straight facts. And I've actually stopped watching the news, so like I'm relying on people like you to give me updates on what's going on with the world. (laughs) Well, it's funny you should say that because we know the world is ending, but we need you to tell us how. (laughs) Oh, well, I think probably what's happened is Donald Trump, Kanye West... And Kim Jong-un have gotten a lift together. And somehow one of them has stolen the um, the nuclear codes. And they've just pressed the button. Opened it up. Just started fighting with each other. And yeah, that's, they've just exploded blown the world up so i know you said you enjoyed silence and so i feel kind of guilty that we've actually 
invited you to the podcast because <laughs> obviously the podcast is not silence. It's okay. <laughs> and we're disturbing you from that. Um, but we've gathered some friends and family who want to know a little bit more about what you wanted, what you would want to do on your last day. And the first question that they have for you is, what would be your dream breakfast on your last day? So I have to warn you, you're not going to like this because it's not a breakfast meal, but it is my last day. So I'm not going to waste time on like, is it breakfast? Is it lunch? Is it whatever? I respect that. Yeah, thank you. I do love an Eggs Benedict with ham hock, but I'm not going to have that on my last day because there's better things to eat. I'm going to go for a homemade vindaloo that I made (laughs) with my dad from scratch. like we For for breakfast. Uh Uh-huh. With a slice of brown bread that's buttered. Maybe two slices because it's the last day. You are so northern. (laughs) You are so normal. <laughs> I have no words. Also, not to be the person, are you not just going to be burning for the rest of the day? Oh, no. I'm very resilient. I've, I've had this curry a lot. Spending your last day looking like the Japanese flag. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the, the main benefit of it is that I'll smell so bad... <laughs> Because it's really garlicky, so why is that breath a bad will smell thing? so bad. I love garlic, but I'm just it'll scare people off, so I don't have to talk to people that I don't like on my last day. Fair. Have you got anything against bra- um, against naan bread? No, I love naan bread. I love naan bread and poppadoms. I just prefer. I just yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> it has to have butter on it because the butter melts really nicely as well and. Oh, it's just, it's so good. Spoilers, it's, it's really, you know you like, can put butter you on a heard of butter naan. Yeah, but it... garlic butter naan. There's nothing better when it's like crispy but soft. Or oh. I disagree. I strongly disagree. That's fine. So the brown bread soaks up everything. Like naan bread is like it doesn't it doesn't absorb anything. It's just just stuff just sits on it. I'll have a naan bread if I'm going like to a restaurant. I'm not a weirdo. I don't like take my own buttered brown <laughs> have bread. Have you got any brown bread? <laughs> I don't take don't it. Don't worry, like... I brought my own. <laughs> love to be there at the table when you're like, actually, I know that this has just got naan breads, chipatties, rotis. Have you got any brown bread, bit of Warburton's? Like, really? <laughs> Why not? What three things are you actually relieved you don't have to do anymore because the world is ending? So the first thing is setting an alarm and waking up in the morning that's one thing I'm quite excited about (laughs) and replying to text messages I I'm so bad at replying to people and it gives me like genuine stress like if somebody messages me and then I don't reply because I'm either in the middle of something or I just say I'm in the middle of something when I'm actually not in the middle of something if you're one of my friends and you're listening to this and I've not replied to you and I've said oh sorry I was in the middle of something I probably wasn't I probably just just forgot um I'm also looking forward to not having to ghost people like deliberately instead of accidentally ghosting them by not replying to texts yes who's got time to make an excuse of like Oh, sorry, I don't really want to talk to you anymore because you're boring. 
that's not an you excuse that's just a factual statement yeah that's true but people don't always take those factual statements well so yeah. i prefer to leave them in an agonizing limbo <laughs> of <laughs> i mean it's probably so not that agonizing doing them a favor. Like... Mm. yeah yeah mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like purgatory <laughs> you just leave them there, not knowing they're probably just they they're probably just grateful to not hear from this weirdo anymore that likes eating curry with brown bread and <laughs> has no there social skills that. and likes silence <laughs> like yeah. great i can talk now great. if you could relive one day from your childhood what day would you choose i was quite annoying as a child um and so I don't think there's any day that I would want to go back and relive because I think I would just be, you know, like cringing. You know, like when you look back at a video and you're like, oh, I can't believe I did that. I think that would be me. So I would like to relive a day, you know, like in Harry Potter where they, they save the, um, where they save Bookbeak. Where they use the time turner, go back in time, save Bookbeak. So I have... A moment like that that I would like to relive and change the course of of history, um, but it was only two. I'll I'll I will. I feel like I need to set the scene. So I work at a well known. I mean, yeah, I don't know where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so intrigued. Like you saved a griffin. No, but I would like to. So I work okay. at a um, <laughs> a well known electrical retailer in the northwest, um, and. We had a, we've got like an, an office block and we had a multi-storey car park that was built next to the office block. Um, and for some reason it's been vacant for years. Um, the whole time that I was working there, I'm still working there, but yeah, it's been unused for that whole time. One morning I got into the office and it's also relevant that I work with my brother. We're in the same team at work. Um, and we were in a meeting room, just having a little meeting in the morning. Um, and I looked out of the window and saw a deer in the car park on like the seventh story. Um, and we were having our meeting and I was like, I feel so distracted. This deer is like stuck. It was a baby deer. And I was like, it's separated from its family. It's all on its own. What do we do? Somebody had called the um, RSPCA and they'd said like, oh, you probably won't be able to get it down. Just leave it. Um, and I couldn't. I couldn't leave things like that. So at work we get um we get free Nutrigrain bars and like breakfast snacks and things like that. And so I thought, well, I've got horses and my horses love Nutrigrain bars. So I'll go and get a Nutrigrain bar because that can be like some food to entice it. And I was wearing my work lanyard and I thought, well, that could double as a head collar for the for the deer. So you probably guessed that the plan was to go and rescue the deer so Kira my brother and I um we set off to the car park we walked up the seven stories of the car park um and saw the deer there and it sort of skittered around a little bit and then was like and then it ran up to the top floor and I was like great it's got nowhere to go it's on the top floor um we can corner it with the Nutrigrain bar put the lanyard on don't like where this is going um, this is like the most horrific day of my life, by the way, like the, na- the laughter you hear is nervous laughter because I know where it's going as well. Um, so we then went to the top floor 
and the deer quickly did a couple of leaps to the edge and then leapt off the car park. So I then walked to the edge thinking maybe the deer landed on its feet and bounded off this really, really tall building. You're, um, ever, and... you're an optimist. <laughs> it hadn't done that. It was a lot more peaceful than it was when it was on the car park, but it was dead. Um, so I then, I sort of looked down and then looked up and the the building that I work in is like completely glass panelled on, on the meeting rooms. And I just looked up and I had like a load of colleagues just sat there, like, well, stood at the windows with like the hands over their mouths, like witnessing the horror. Um, so yeah, I would go back to that day and not go in the car park and not rescue the deer. <laughs> that is the moment that I would go back and relive. And the worst part was having to then walk back down. <laughs> I was like, how does this get worse? Hang on. Okay, it's probably not worse for the deer. You chased a deer off then... the roof of a car park. <laughs> With the new trigger bra. But I then had to walk. Sorry, this isn't funny. This isn't funny. It's horrific. I cried for like weeks. Oh. I literally, it was it was the worst day. Um, people still tell that story to new starters at work. Um but yeah, I then had to walk. <laughs> and that's Frankie. She murders uh, wildlife. <laughs> yeah, she murders deer. Um, I then had to walk back down the car park with the Nutri-Grain bar in my hand that I'd already opened. And I was like, what do I now do with this Nutri-Grain bar? I can't eat it because it was for the deer. Um, so that was quite sad. Have you managed to eat a Nutri-Grain bar since then? Um, I don't eat Nutri-Grain bars now anyway because I once found a spider in one. So uh, I feel like maybe that, maybe that can't go in the podcast. <laughs> they oh, sent, man. I sent, um, I sent... I'm so sorry that you've, you've had to... <laughs> so uh... many dead animals all linked with Nutri-Grain bars. Your life. <laughs> I sent a letter oh, about the, um, the spider in the Nutri-Grain bar and I got like a stock response that said... Um, Oh, sometimes animals can get in the in the packaging. Stop it. <laughs> and they sent me ten pounds vouchers worth, ten pounds worth of vouchers to buy more Nutrigrain bars. <laughs> yeah, I gave them to um to an ex boyfriend. <laughs> Have some Nutrigrain bars. Happy birthday. No, <laughs> um, You're welcome. Well, I feel like I know one thing that's not going to be on the table for this next question. Um, can you describe to us your dream tea party? Yes. Please. I would like to have um, a lot of animals there. Not too b- bothered about people. <laughs> <laughs> Dead or um, alive? I have, yeah, I have to ask. <laughs> what is the current condition of the animals? Not taxidermied animals. I want like a petting zoo. Okay. Um, but without spiders or tarantulas or anything. I want like um owls and things like that. Um nice. Are you <laughs> allowed near animals with your past record? I've got a dog. Oh man. I want a petting zoo. I don't want spiders. I want an owl. <laughs> I love owls. I've got I've got loads of owl memorabilia in my room. Not deer memorabilia though. 
So I would have a a petting zoo, um, and I would probably have David Attenborough there because I'd want him to like chat to me about the animals and tell me things I don't know about rabbits or whatever animals are there. Um, and I'd also want Ed Byrne to be there. Um, he's a comedian and he's really funny. Um, he have you heard? The song by Alanis Morissetti, the Isn't It Ironic, Don't You Think, that one. <laughs> what did you just call her? <laughs> yeah, what's her surname? Morissetti. Is that wrong? <laughs> what part of Italy is she from then? <laughs> Adrian, do you remember that time when we said that we were really mean and we needed to stop challenging people every time that they did the smallest thing wrong? <laughs> I'm sorry, yes, I do remember that. But when someone says to you, Flipping Alanis Morissette. <laughs> Sounds like something at DFS. I'm not I go. <laughs> What's she called? How do you pronounce Alanis it? Alanis Morissette. <laughs> That's like my auntie who says pop puree instead of potpourri. <laughs> Al- right, go on. So Alanis Morissette is playing in the background. No, no, just the Ed Burns sketch about that song where he's he's sort of saying she lists a load of things that she says isn't it ironic and it's actually not ironic yeah like ten thousand spoons when all you need is a knife well that's just unfortunate um so (laughs) (laughs) um i'd have him there um david attenborough uh obviously like family and friends and people that you want to see because it's your last day um But but your face, I would... you actually don't want them there. They've got a separate <laughs> table and they're not allowed anywhere near your taxidermied animals. <laughs> so you, you're par- partially right there because I have been to a child's party where they had a petting zoo and all of the like four or five-year-olds were allowed to like touch all of the animals and like they were passed around and the adults weren't allowed. And I just sat on the sidelines and was really upset that I couldn't hold the animals apart from the tarantula that I was offered to hold which I didn't hold um so I would reverse that situation and I would have all of the people that are there at the party just watching me (laughs) hold all the animals (laughs) and now I'm going to stroke an owl for 20 minutes (laughs) please will you all just sit and watch (laughs) don't speak though because I like silence silence silence. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well that's why the animals are taxidermied so they don't accidentally make any noise it's um <laughs> complete <laughs> i'm joking i don't like taxidermied animals if you could call only one person on your last day to tell them how you really feel and we're going to leave the interpretation of the word feel up to you it could be anger which I think that's what we're going towards. Um, <laughs> it could be love, it could be confusion, it could be annoyance, it could be all of these different feelings. Who would you call? Would you call Bambi and apologise? <laughs> Stop it. Oh, I, I hate Bambi. <laughs> oh, no, like but you'd be, calling, you'd be calling Bambi to tell him about his mum who's just jumped off the top of a car park. No, oh, I'd be calling... I'd be calling... <laughs> I'd be calling Bambi's mum to tell him that Bambi's jumped over yeah um, his mum's already dead <laughs> the boy's been through so much leave him alone uh, right sorry go on i don't like bambi um you don't like any animal apparently carry on <laughs> <laughs> so i'd either call george rr R. martin 
and tell him that he's lazy for not finishing Game of Thrones, the books, because um, now we're on our last day and he's not got time to do it. Um, and I'd also probably kick off a little bit that he allowed it to end the way it did. Um, or I'd call JK Rowling and tell her that I think the cursed child is rubbish in comparison to the rest of the Harry Potter franchise and is unbelievable, which is quite a claim given that Harry Potter is a magical universe. Um, or I'd call... Oh, one call, mate. You've only got 50 I love feet. this. So this Calls is, one bookshop hopes they're all together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is the one that this is what who i will actually call because this has been getting to me for years um i'm going to call the ceo of mars the you know the chocolate company yeah and I ask guess, him I, I guess not the planet <laughs> yeah hi yeah um <laughs> have you got any red sand that you can send to me <laughs> no i'm gonna call i'm gonna call the ceo of mars and ask him what the heck happened with mars delights because they were incredible. I used to have a Mars Delight every day. Like after school, I'd go down to the sweet shop. I would have not had like, well, I would have had lunch, but I probably wouldn't have had as much lunch. Um, And I'd get a Mars Delight and they don't exist anymore. And they're literally the best chocolate ever. Was a Mars Delight the one that was like nougat with the wafer, then caramel, then chocolate, but in like a bar, like a crispy roll? No. It's it's a bit like a crispy roll, but like a million times better. Um, it looked a little bit like a Toblerone, but it was all rounded. That's I think that's what I'm thinking of, but now I can't remember what was inside yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Oh, it definitely. Did I think it was bigger. just like a bigger, tastier crispy roll. Yeah, they were so good. I think if at that point in my life you'd cut me open, I would have bled Mars delights. <laughs> it's like creamy. <laughs> Thank you so much for, uh, <laughs> for doing this. It genuinely has been really, really wonderful. We've, I've really enjoyed it's it. It's been I hilarious. Can't speak for I've loved it. <laughs> it really has. Um, before you go, we're going to ask you some would you rather questions um, just to really like test your metal and see just how you would do on your last day. Hit me. I'm ready. Would you rather live a life of unhappiness or uncertainty? Oh, uncertainty. I can, I, I'm a bit of a control freak, but I can deal with not knowing what's happening if I'm happy. Whereas unhappiness, like how do you live a life of unhappiness? That's dark. Yeah. <laughs> would you, <laughs> would you rather jump out of an airplane? I was going to say, ask the deer. And I thought would be too <laughs> Would you rather jump out of an aeroplane or explore the bottom of the ocean? Explore the bottom of the ocean, definitely. Like, Are you not scared of the bottom of the ocean? I'm yeah, intrigued. but... Yeah, anyone can intrigued. jump out of a plane. Okay. No one's been to explore the bottom of the ocean. Like, well, David Attenborough's... Well, he's not been there personally, but, like, his team have had a look at bits of it, but there's so much there. Are you on commission from David Attenborough's... Uh... <laughs> I just, Entourage, are you on commission? <laughs> I just really like him. I just really want him to be my friend. Um, yeah, and you've got like different levels. So, like the bottom of the ocean, 
somewhere like near the coral reef is going to be like colorful and wow whereas like in the middle of whatever the ocean is that's between the uk and america that's going to be dark so Sorry, much to explore. I was listening to your answer, but I'm still laughing at the fact that you want David Attenborough, the lover and friend to all animals, to be your friend, when we've just heard the dubious and like we've heard what you're like with animals. I'm I'm not here to rain on your parade. Come on, mate, stop making her feel worse. I don't think you in. She already said it was the most traumatizing day of her life. Yeah, but I'm just yeah. gonna break the news to you. I don't think you and our David are gonna be best friends anytime soon. No, I don't think he would be on board. I think he'd probably. No. I mean, he doesn't have a lot of time left to be hey! friends, does he? Oh, don't say that. That's... This is You're supposed not to be. To say that. No. Have you listened to his book? It's so good. I listened to it, and he talks about like the places that he went to before. Like people really could travel to them, and like he's a pioneer. He's like amazing. He's an amazing. Man. This is why. Did he ever go to Burnley? <laughs> Probs not. <laughs> Who would go to Burnley <laughs> if they didn't have to? <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, not a lot of people have been there, so I'm wondering if he ever went there to like kind of like tell the other people what it's like. <laughs> now I'm just thinking. Imagine if David David Attenborough did like a, an episode on Burnley. Like here, you see the. Uh, scallywags in their natural territory. Ah, <laughs> uh, home Did to scallywags. Did you just say scallywags? No one has used that word since 2003. Literally. <laughs> scallywags. Hey, I'm going to sack off your petition to bring back Mars Delights. I'm going to start a petition to bring back the word scallywag. I love oh, a scallywag. <laughs> Ruffians. <laughs> Life. Would you rather live without music or without tv well i could handle either i think We've already this is true lover of silence <laughs> okay i think i'll go for music because tv is just just a zapshy time oh but then i wouldn't have the big bang theory mm, of all the mm. things that have ever been made <laughs> all the things <laughs> literally theory. all the things that have ever been made um, okay, I'm going for. I, I want music. I want music. Okay, okay. Would you rather lose the ability to read or lose the ability to speak? Oh, that's tough. I love reading. I also love speaking. Wait till you get to the last question. Uh, if you think that's tough, wait till the last question. Okay, I want to be able to speak still. Uh, okay. Oh, this is tough. No, I'm. I want to read. I want to read. I'll just be silent. I can write stuff out. It's fine. <laughs> Fair. Okay. Would you rather have a golden voice or a silver tongue? So I'm either going to have like a really awful high-pitched voice but speak really well or like a a really nice voice like Morgan Freeman but just chat rubbish. Which I do anyway. So that would be, it would be a nicer tone to chatting rubbish. So I think I would go for Morgan Freeman's voice. I love the fact that I mean, it's you, turned into just having a golden to voice to, to having Morgan Freeman's voice. <laughs> Would you rather be covered in fur or covered in scales? Covered in what, mate? Fur. Covered in fur. <laughs> covered in fur. Fur. 
for. All right, Morizetti. <laughs> oh wait, you didn't say it. Sorry. <laughs> Covered in fur. I don't. I don't understand what's wrong. It was just the way you said fur. it. It sounded like fair. Fair. I'm gonna go fair. Okay. I want to be fluffy and warm. Would you rather have one real get out of jail free card, or a key that opens any door? It depends, because I might then need the um, get out of free jail, get out of jail free card because I've broken into somewhere. Um, but I'd just be careful and not get caught and just, yeah, let myself I mean, in places. Your key also opens any door, so you could open the jail cell. Exactly. This is true. This was a flawed question. <laughs> just to see how you think. Yeah, you I'm were just go about for... to sit there in the jail cell <laughs> with a key. Would you rather be married to a solid ten with a boring personality, or a five with a really nice personality? Oh, definitely a five with a nice personality. Hundred percent. Looks fade. I mean, they fade less quickly for men, but as we know from the holiday. Right. Would you rather be able to see 10 minutes into your own future or 10 minutes into the future of anyone but yourself? Anyone but myself. Because then I could preempt what people are going to do and I would just freak people out. So, like, if, I don't know, if someone was going to go to a shop or, or I'd, I'd just, like, say whatever they were going to say. So if I was in, like, a conversation with somebody... And they were like, I could see what they were going to say in that conversation. I'd just say it and like psych them out. So if we were chatting about chocolate and you were going to say like, oh, I think, uh, I don't know, Maltesers are overrated. I would then say it and you'd be like, oh, we're so in sync. You So you're just using this talent to be able to manipulate people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cute, love that. Is there a certain person who you'd want to see 10 minutes into the future of? In particular, I'm going to say David Attenborough. Right, next question. I want to be able to preempt right. when he dies, so that I can like just oh. um, spend that last ten minutes with him. You're not friends. You don't know each other. You've read his book, but that's it. In terms of would you rather questions, this is the magnum opus. This is the one, the impossible question. Would you rather have unlimited international first-class tickets or never have to pay at any restaurant? First-class tickets. All right, not, well, not that, that was a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even think about it. No, like... Great. <laughs> well... <laughs> so... I don't feel like I've ever struggled eating places. Like I eat out a lot and yeah, it does, it does have an impact on the old bank balance, but I enjoy the places that I go to. Whereas international travel, I've been to like Greece and that's it. Oh no, I've been to Spain as well and Germany, but I've not been very many places. And so being able to just go like, imagine being able to go to New Zealand and go to Hobbiton and see all that stuff and be able to travel, like, in style. 
like I just use my credit card to buy food when I'm there if I can't afford it it's fine that's not financial advice anyone <laughs> but yeah I, I would 100% facts. also go on no I love the fact that Adrian was like this is my magnum opus <laughs> answered two seconds done <laughs> Yeah. I feel like you struggled also, more over nice. losing the ability to read over this question. <laughs> yeah, I'm not reading. Um, every other question, every other question <laughs> she thought more about than this one. Like we asked her a question about what voice would you rather have, a golden one or a silver, t- and she's like, Morgan Freeman. Like that's not even an answer, mate. I think someone's so, like it's her. just like... <laughs> I also think you need to bear in mind that when you travel internationally with a first class ticket you're going to get fed like they food is part of that so if i start to struggle for like restaurants <laughs> i'll just fly somewhere yes yeah would you would you rather jump out of a plane or go see the bottom of the sea or david attenborough mate of course that's my answer <laughs> it's okay adrian <laughs> it's, not it's, okay. Okay. it's okay come on come back what what would you do, Adrian? What would your answer to that be? Well, you you uh, I'm still holding on to this joke before because you said um, you eat out a lot, and yes, that can sometimes take a toll on the bank balance. And I was going to say something really funny. I was going to say, "That's funny. That's also what I call my butt." <laughs> it's not that funny. No. That's not funny, but I'm just laughing at how not funny. It is. No. We don't laugh when things aren't funny because it encourages him. And then we end up in yeah. places like this. <laughs> Where everyone's mm. uncomfortable thinking about Adrian's Because it's a double on... It's a double on... Explaining it because... more doesn't make it funny. I'm sorry. about your bank balance. On Tonda? What's an on Tonda? Also... Yeah, I, I was also going to pick up the fact that that was wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry, Morizetti. <laughs> really? You want to go there? Okay. I'm just... It's What's the word there? Touche. Entendre. Is it, uh, that would have been yeah, awkward no. if I have got that wrong. No, because it's a French word. So it's entendre. Entendre. <laughs> There's still the R because the E is at the end. Mm-hmm. Are you going to Google how to pronounce it? No, nah, I can't even be bothered. Because you know you're wrong. <laughs> I've been hurt. He's hurt. <laughs> I've been hurt. I feel like a deer who's just done <laughs> <laughs> I don't want nutri green bars. Get away from me <laughs> with your lanyard. <laughs> I know. I don't know what I thought I was going to do with the deer when I caught it either. Like, uh, yeah. It was. <laughs> Put it in your car. <laughs> Take it back to Narnia. <laughs> Before you go. Is there anything that you would like to uh, to plug? Um, so I do a um, kind of mental health addiction recovery podcast, not podcast, Instagram channel um, called Highs Then Lows. Yeah, get your own job. Mate. I know. <laughs> I need to get back in my box. Um, but I'm really rubbish at posting on there. <laughs> so I've not actually posted a video on there for about a month. So um, yeah, if you if you go on there and like a post... I might bother myself to go and make another video. But if not, then no, nothing to plug. <laughs> Just misery and silence. <laughs> Gosh, we love a nondescript plug. What's the name or what's the handle <laughs> for the Instagram account? At highs then lows. 
which is, just rolls off the tongue, I know. <laughs> Highs then lows. Highs then lows. Highs. Very good. And lows. I, I, I'm not sure how to finish it now. David Attenborough. Yeah, that'll do. Thank you very much. Please don't forget to subscribe, give us a lovely review and a five-star rating. If you would like to get in touch with us, email us at lastdaypod.gmail.com or follow us on the socials at lastdaypod. Thank you. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you. Thank you. Thank you. Love you.